A warm welcome to the Our Radio Podcast. The Our Radio Podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. Yawa Radio is online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are your well-being and happiness radio station, bringing the feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. Check us out at yawaradio.co.uk. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast from the Yawa Radio team. You're listening to Yawa Radio, your truly feel-good radio station. Welcome to the Happiness Hour with me, Carolyn King, where we increase the happiness in the world one story at a time. So today I am really excited. I have someone that I've known for a while now, but is another kinesiologist, but she's a brain gym person and I love my brain gym. Today I have the wonderful Heather Gibbons, who is a brain gym instructor consultant an educational kinesiologist, has a diploma in teaching and a certificate in special ed. She's taught in South Australian primary schools for over 35 years and used Brain Gym in the classroom and on the sports field for over 20 years. She first learnt Brain Gym in 1993 and that led her on a journey of lifetime learning about movement and its impact on the brain body system. She practices in Robe, South Australia, and teaches Brain Gym introductory workshops and accredited courses both online and face-to-face. She is particularly interested in working with all age groups to assist them to improve their self-confidence and achieve social, emotional, and academic goals. In recent years, she's assisted people to deal with deep inner and family issues so they feel balanced and empowered. Developing stable relationships with self and others is a major part of her work and has led her to assist students with peer and academic goals, musicians and sports people to play more capably and adults dealing with challenges such as a lack of balance, coordination issues, emotional instability, depression and workplace bullying. She's enjoyed speaking to different groups where she's introduced and shared brain gym movements. So Heather, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to have you here today. Thank you, Carolyn. Now, I would love to know more about you personally. What Tell us more about Heather and what drew her towards Brain Gym. Well, I, as a teacher, a primary school teacher, I had um, a group of students who were about 10 years of age who had a lot of support, were happy children and still had issues with learning. And I just felt at the time that I just needed to press a button and get them going. (laughs) And I didn't have the buttons back then, but now I do. Um, And that led me to um, searching for different things. And I shifted um, schools and went to a different part of the state. And in that part, I actually saw uh, an advert in the local newspaper for a brain gym course. And at the time I was studying by correspondence, which is for me a dreadful way to learn anything. So I sent my husband who was um, learning about music and teaching himself music. And I sent him to this course and he came back with these amazing books and I thought, oh, I've got to do this. (laughs) The next time we then had a link. So the next time it was on, it was on in Adelaide, South Australia, and I went up and did my first course, which was amazing. 
and I needed it. I, I'd just been through a divorce. I just shifted um, schools, remarried, you know, done all the high stress um, things that people do. And then I found Brain Gym. And the first time I did it, my body needed it so much. I thought I went to this course to help my students in my classroom. And then I realised it was for me. Because not only do you learn 26 movements that you can do anywhere, anytime, but you actually learn this amazing five-step goal-setting technique. And I have just used that ever since 1993. So I have a filing cabinet with all the goals that I have done. I've actually kept most of them, (laughs) like 90% of them is probably there. And it's probably a couple of centimetres thick at present, but there's not just one goal per page. I've got pages now where, you know, I might have six months of goals on on an A4 sheet. So it's just amazing. So I've actually started off being very tentative with it because you start learning, uh, doing the first four movements, which are called pace. So you're really learning to pace your life because everything is so fast paced. And pace is also an acronym for being positive and active and clear and energetic. Well, I needed all those things. And as a teacher, I needed to do that every day because being the captain of the ship, the leader of that classroom, I realised I needed to keep myself in uh, balance all the time so that the children I was working with had not only a role model, but they also felt it. They had that heart connection that they pick up so easily that I wasn't aware of before I did Brain Gym. I didn't know that it existed. So Brain Gym was amazing. And I came away with new eyes and new ears I was able to observe things so much more easily. You know, I was listening to people more um, carefully in that I was wondering whether they were really giving me their true story or whether they were giving me the story that a child thinks the adult needs to hear. And I didn't want that latter to happen. I wanted to hear their true story and for them to feel safe to be able to say, I need help. Because this asking for help from a teacher's point of view, if I can teach a person that, that to me is the most important thing I can ever teach them. Because if we don't ask for help and reach out when we need it, it doesn't matter what age we're at, we can get ourselves into deep trouble from that mental, emotional point of view. And then, of course, that has the physical issues that go with it because that fascia in our body has that emotional tension in it and then the muscles get tight and then we physically feel the issue. And even though I knew about that in a mental way, I didn't really get that until my dad died and then my hips went out and physically I actually had to go and get chiropractic treatment. And nothing had changed, just just the emotional trauma of that event, which was our second funeral in a week because my husband's father died a week before and then, yeah, we just had a week of funerals and, and it was just amazing. So Brain Gym was amazing for that because I had those skills then 
And we could use the, the hookups movement for being um, just calm because you have to do a lot of thinking when you've got people who are who've died and you've got to do all the things to organise around funerals and all the things after that. So there's lots of th- ways to do it. So it's it, I've used it in every aspect of my life, from my teaching aspect, my personal life, and then working through the crises like, you know, people, loved ones dying near you, but also through a, a major bullying experience that I experienced. Um, which I use the brain gym all the time. And I was able to keep myself reasonably balanced throughout the situation, but I'm not, I wasn't able to change um, the responses, the reactions of the people around me. And eventually I just had to um, get out of teaching because I just needed to for my own health. And really the universe was saying, you know, your time's up. You don't need to do this anymore. And it's really good because in COVID times, I don't really want to be a teacher in the classroom (laughs) anyway. Look at all the stresses I'd be under. So I'm out playing with people. And and I used Brain Gym, you know, for the first part of my life with kids. And now since I've retired from teaching, it's like I'm using it with adults. Yeah. And I'm using the experience that I gathered in the classroom and with a few adults in between um, that I had as clients, and now I'm really doing deep work. I love it. Deep work. And the educational kinesiology journey that I've been on, I mean, Brangem's just the first step in all the courses that you do. And every course I did just built on the other. So I've done hundreds of hours of learning and now I still like learn. I only still think that I'm in junior primary with all the learning that's out there. Like there's, <laughs> there's just so much more to learn. And I've just been on a Brain Gym International conference for four days on Zoom, which has been really amazing because there's all this learning that you have from people from all around the world in lots of different countries. And they're using the movements in different ways because you can do the variations and you can do it so that. Anybody can use the movements, whether they be little kids or whether they be someone who are seniors and everyone else in between. And it's so exciting. I I love it. And, and I, I love what you said at the start because I really resonated with that when you said you went to Brain Gym first to learn. You went for the kids so that you could learn some tools. But you learned that it was for you because I know with all the brain gym courses I've done and the educational kinesiologist courses I've done, you come out from the course not feeling overwhelmed with the information but feeling a sense of balance and connectedness and integrated because you've actually physically gone through and experienced all the movements Mm -hmm. over and over again. So it's such a wonderful modality. So thank you so much for sharing your journey into brain gym. We are going to take a short break. You are listening to Yawa Radio today on the Happiness Hour, where today I'm joined by the wonderful Heather Gibbons, Brain Gym Instructor and Consultant. Looking forward to chatting with Heather some more after this short break. Yawa Radio, bringing the feel-good feeling to every day. Tune in to Yawa Radio every Sunday between 4 and 6 in the afternoon. 
for the Calm and Joy Show with me, Gabrielle Trainer. Each week, I bring you the Calm and Joy Book Club. I chat with brilliant people all about how we can find more calm and joy in our complicated, messy lives and tons more, including top tunes, of course. So join me for the Calm and Joy Show on Sundays from 4pm on Yawa Radio. This, this is Yawa Radio, your station for well-being and happiness. Be happy, be inspired. And welcome back to the Happiness Hour today, where I am joined by the wonderful Heather Gibbons, Brain Gym instructor and consultant. Before the break, Heather was sharing with us her journey on how she really I guess how she found Brain Gym and then how she really connected with Brain Gym and now how it is her life. It's what she does. So what I want to ask you now, Heather, is tell us more about Brain Gym. I know a lot of our listeners may not know what it is or they they may have heard about it across the traps, maybe, maybe with their teachers at schools. Tell us more about Brain Gym and what you do with it. So Brain Gym is the first step. It's a 32-hour course of um, the beginning of all the educational kinesiology courses. And we're talking about education, and I thought it was just to do with school. So I'm, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong with lots of things. So <laughs> it's not just about school. It's about re-educating you, about your system, that mind-body connection. And when I got that, it was like, wow, this is for everything. So there are three dimensions of movement. One is for focus and comprehension, which is really important. So that's about safety. And that's really important for learning. And we're all lifelong learners. The other one is for organisation and emotional stability. Well, that's what I really needed. <laughs> and the third one's about communication skills, which we can all we all need and can all improve on. However good we are, we can always improve that. So with the focus um, dimension, there are about six activities for that. And I use them for lots of things. So in school, um, one example was I had a child come in in term two when the classroom had all um, been set up, the kids had got to know each other and they knew the routines. And this little boy had, um, he was a head-butting child. So as soon as he came into my room, he drank water for solidly for the first half hour. He was so dehydrated. The stress of coming into my classroom for that little boy was intense. Mm -hmm. And then um, he went out and just refilled his water bottle. So the second part of pace, the pace part of brain gym, the first four really important movements. To be positive, to be active, to be clear, to be energetic, you start with the energy and it's just sipping water. Lots of people don't drink water and you need that water sipping it during the day for learning and for living. And the second one is brain buttons. And I just want to share that with you because you can do that wherever you are right now. So you just make a cup with your hand and you just put it underneath your chin and underneath your collarbone. And in there, you just rub a couple of acupuncture points, actually, for the collarbone. And the other hand goes on the navel. It's sort of like your centre for grounding. 
And you give them a bit of a rub and find out whether they're actually tender spots or whether they're okay. And sometimes they can be really sore. And then swap them over. Bring the other hand down now so that they're actually working on those points underneath the collarbone. And just feel what it's like. You can actually do um, tracking because um, eye tracking is really important for reading. And when you hold these points or rub them, you can actually track horizontally left and right. But you do that really slowly, making sure you blink and then check out whether you're breathing because breathing's really important, really important. And the other important thing is cross crawls. You've got to know about cross crawls. Cross crawls are about using a right side of your body will activate your left hemisphere. And the right hemisphere activates the left side of the body. So what you need to do is if you walk, if you're on the spot, you can march on the spot, but you've got to cross over the midline. So the right elbow has to go near the left knee. And then you just stop and feel what the balance is like. And then you put the left elbow on the right knee. So that's called cross crawl. Now, some people under stress can't do that. I had um, a family come to me one time and the little boy couldn't cross crawl, we found out. So I was going to get the dad to show him, but when the dad um, had a go at the movement, he wasn't doing the movement. He was just doing it. So he moved a left arm and a right and left arm and a left leg together and the right arm and the right leg together, but he couldn't do the crossover movement. So I helped them to actually, within a fortnight, they were able to do that. But they'd been stressed. They'd had a family split up and they had, they're on the move. They didn't know where they were going and Dad had four kids and it was, it was really traumatic for them. And the little boy could do the cross crawl in about a couple of weeks, which I thought was pretty magnificent. And my favourite, my favourite's positive. P for positive is the hookup movement. This is so easy to do. You can do it while you're watching TV. You can do it while you're, oh, the dentist chair. In the dentist chair, <laughs> I use hookups all the time. I just lie there with my ankles crossed and I cross my arms over at the wrists. And I get the palms facing together and I link the fingers and I just breathe deeply and I just sit in the first part of hookups. And I do that for a long time in the dentist chair until my arms ache. And then I uncross my ankles because the second part of the movement is uncross the ankles. And you just bring the fingertips together. So you uncross the arms and the fingertips just get held together. Lots of people do that when they talk to you. And that is a real, really good calming movement. But not only have I found that it's calming, but it also helps you to create ideas because you can't think properly when you're under stress. So the hookups movement for me helps me to just calm down so that those thoughts just drop in from wherever they drop in 
And suddenly you get that bright idea that you really needed probably three hours ago, but now you're actually doing something to calm yourself down. And it's that pausing to think. Pausing in life is really, really important. If we're not relaxed enough to be able to stop and think, we're not going to make um, positive responses. We can easily react to things. So those four movements called pace in brain gym have been brilliant for me. I use them every day. I start my day when I wake up. When I was at school, I'd do them again at 9am with the students. Now I just do them throughout the day whenever I need to. And if I'm sitting in the evening watching TV, which is rare because I don't find that a very positive experience, um, I just sit in hookups in my, in my chair at night. Really beautiful work. And that's just the movements without doing the goal-setting stuff in any detail. So the goal-setting work. I've actually used it on the sports field. I used to take district um, hockey teams away. So I'd have um, yeah, six, seven boys from, oh, let's say, 15 different schools that would come to a hockey practice and expecting to do hockey training. And what I would be doing with them would be noticing their language towards each other, how they were actually introducing themselves to each other on that first um, practice session, and then I would actually notice um, the swearing, the put-downs, all those sorts of things, the body language um, that was happening as they were doing some um, hockey activities. And then I would bring them back to a group, put them into pace, and then I would do the Denison laterality repatterning. This is Paul Denison's gift to the world. He's the creator of Brain Gym. And it is a five-step movement practice that you do. You're actually really connecting left and right hemispheres, uh, the front and back of the body, the top and bottom, the um, back and front, left and right, all of the three dimensions that people need. And you're actually doing this in a goal setting. So my goal with the group would have been something like, you know, in six weeks we're going to Adelaide and we're going to be a cooperative, successful team. And um, then we'd go off and we'd just do hockey activities. So within about six training sessions, I would have taught them all the movements for focus because they're all arm and leg lengthening activities, great for performance on the field, just general warm-ups. I would teach them all the energy exercises which were for emotional stability because I wanted them to stay safe on the field because often my boys were as big as the other kids when we actually got up to Adelaide and, and got on the field. So I wanted them to be safe. And then we did anything else from communication that they could remember. So by the time they got to Adelaide, the captain would be, and we had a captain, a different captain for every game, each captain would do pace. They would do the lengthening activities. 
Then I'd be rushing back from umpiring somewhere and the kids would be all set to go. I would just be checking whether they needed anything else and then they'd be out on the field and play their best. And our, and our goal was to have cooperation. And by the time we got to Adelaide, there were no put-downs. There were no swearing. It was all harmony. And I was amazed. This is year six, seven boys who had not seen each other before that. And they, they, were, they were a team before they got there. And that team even got better during the five days of um, hockey because they were actually using their tools all the time. It was just amazing. How amazing is that? I I love how you've brought in the sport, like t- sharing with our listeners how Brain Gym can help with athletes and sports because a lot of people do hear Brain Gym and they think oh, it's just a school thing, it's about academics, but it is so much more than that. It is so powerful and as you said it's it's so powerful for all aspects and dimensions of our life and thank you so much for taking us through pace because i know how powerful pace is personally um but to take our listeners through that that's just wonderful so thank you so much for that we are going to need to go into another short break you are listening to the happiness hour today where i have the wonderful heather gibbons educational kinesiologist. Looking forward to chatting with Heather some more after this short break. Yawa Radio, for your well-being and happiness. Be happy, be inspired. This is Yawa Radio. Attention, please. We at HealthSpan would like to tell you something that quite possibly you didn't already know. Not all supplements are created equal. I know, who'd have thought? We travel the entire globe to find the best ingredients for our vitamins and supplements, from the southern slopes of India for our turmeric to the cold, crisp seas of Greenland for our cod liver oil. Because that's the Healthspan way. Well, there you go. It's not every day you learn something new, is it? We're Healthspan. That's healthspan.co.uk. Vitamins and supplements, in-store or direct to your door. You're listening to Yawa Radio, and we love to bring you details of the inspirational book of the week. This week's inspirational book of the week is by Ryan Holiday. It is called Ego is the Enemy, the fight to master our greatest opponent. It has wrecked the careers of promising young geniuses. It's evaporated great fortunes and run companies into the ground. It's made adversity unbearable and turned struggle into shame. Its name, Ego, And it is the enemy of ambition, of success, of resilience. It is an eternal opponent warned against by every great philosopher in our most lasting stories and countless works of art, in every culture, in every age. In this book, Ryan Holiday offers a practical meditation on the nature and dangers of ego, drawing on an array of inspiring examples from literature, philosophy and history to show you how you can be humble in your aspirations, gracious in your success and resilient in your failures and rely on confidence, not ego. When it comes to ego, we must fight to destroy it before it destroys us. So this week's inspirational book of the week is by Ryan Holiday, Ego is the Enemy. The fight to master our greatest opponent. And 
welcome back to the Happiness Hour, where today I have the wonderful Heather Gibbons, educational kinesiologist. Before the break, Heather was sharing with us what Brain Gym is. She took us all through something called PACE. So I hope you are listening to that because it is extremely powerful. And she was sharing with us the impact that Brain Gym can have, not only in the schoolroom, but also out on the field with athletes and sport sports. She really, she helped some grade six, year seven boys really connect and play better hockey. It was hockey, wasn't it, Heather? Was it hockey? Yes. It was. <laughs> I love that. So thank you so much for that. What I'd like to know now, you do so much, and I know you said before that we're always learning, and I know you've just spent four days in a brain gym conference how do you look after yourself? I know you do pace daily. You mentioned that. Is there anything else you do to look after your own mental and emotional well-being? Yes, <laughs> I do pace, and I do the most of the energy exercises every day because they are the ones for emotional stability. And I feel that we need that all the time. I need it all the time, and of course, with the um, COVID situation around the world it's even more important to keep emotionally stable so that you're actually responding and not reacting as other people react. So that's really important. But um, I've used it for lots of health things. I've talked about the dentist chair because that's a really important <laughs> one that comes up every now and then. I think it's important for everyone. I don't think anyone likes going to the dentist. <laughs> Sorry, dentists out there, but, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. And then... For menopause, it's been really amazing. Oh, wow. Yes. So the first hot flush I got, I thought, hello, hello. This is what these women have been talking about. I don't like this. This is not for me. So I actually did a what we call in Brain Gym a balance, to um, which is using the five-step goal-setting technique. And I did it around um, balancing my brain-body system so that my temp temperature was um, balanced. They weren't the words I used, but that was the, that was it. I did one. I did one. It probably took me half an hour and wow. I didn't have any more hot flushes. Wow. We need to bottle this up. So don't forget that. Make sure you <laughs> use it when your time comes and you think, no, I don't have to go through all this suffering. Oh, I, I love that. I think for all those listeners out there, they will be anyone that's going through menopause, and I haven't gone through it yet. I'm, I know I'm headed that way. Um, I can't imagine how many calls you will be getting or contacts you'll be getting after this. You'll need to bottle it up, stick it on a, on a video and, and give it to the world because Brain Team is a gift to the world and it was Paul Dennison's gift, Paul and Gail, to, to give this to the world. But I love that you use it for menopause. I have to admit I had not thought of that. How are there any other ways that you've been using Brain Gym in your life for your for your your own mental and emotional well being that again are outside the box like the menopause? Well, a cancer <laughs> journey is not really outside the box anymore, but I've been no. on one of those. Wow! So that I, I use Brain Gym the whole time. So you go to the doctor, you get this. Um, um, I actually just had spotting. So I had something wrong and I knew that. So off to the doctor I went. 
Then you go off to another doctor and you go to other doctors. So by the time I went for the first appointment, I knew I was on a journey, an unknown journey. So once again, I use those pace movements to be positive, active, clear and energetic because if you're not in a positive framework, you haven't got yourself in a space where you can keep calm because you don't know where you're going. You don't know what's physically happening, but you know that something's not right. And you have to emotionally cope with, hmm, got a lot of cancer on my dad's side. Hmm. You know, you just, you don't know where you're going. So I did PACE all the time and I did a lot of personal goals around it. So it took several months for me to get um, a cancer diagnosis, but I was on the track and it was just getting worse and worse. So you sort of had it in in the background all the time. And um, I also um, do a lot of other things as well. I mean, my husband and I walk daily together. We, the exercise is really important. You know, you've got to get your lymph moving. And what I'm learning now is that if, if you're not able to move and walk, it's like any movement, any movement is important to get the lymph working. And then if you find out about the glymphatic system and and how you've got this brain lymphatic system, which is the glymphatic system, which they've only known about since about 2015, I mean, we've got to walk to keep all those things happening. So in amongst all this um, cancer diagnosis, I just kept balancing myself. Then when I got the diagnosis and I had to tell my husband, I just saw the energy physically drain down his body. I have never seen that before in anyone. It just, he just like melted on the spot without physically melting like an, like an ice cube. It was just incredible. And then I knew I had to balance him because he was going to be, I needed him to support me. And, um, He's a person who doesn't go beyond our town limits normally very much, and he was going to have to go on a journey. We were going on a journey to Adelaide together for seven days. So um, we did lots of balances about him being calm and being able to go to us to that space where he could be okay and, and drive safely in Adelaide while all these emotions were happening to him. So I ended up going into hospital for my surgery. I was actually going in for a hysterectomy. So on the way to surgery, when they put you on the trolley, I had a sip of water before, but I don't think you're meant to do that before (laughs) you have surgery. Anyway, it it didn't affect me badly. So on the way, on this trolley, brain buttons. Oh, cross crawls, just lying down, doing those crossover movements, lying in hookups, doing all the energy exercises and the positive points. Oh, the positive points are important. They are the points where you just hold your foreheads. Some people just do it naturally. They say, oh, my goodness, where have I put my keys? And they hold their forehead. So I was doing that with two hands, just holding my forehead and just thinking calm thoughts like all will be well I'm on a journey and I'm going to be fine and just talking positive language to myself the whole time 
because my mum had actually told me that there were four different generations that she knew that had had uterus issues. Wow. And I didn't know that. So the conversations that it led in the family were quite powerful. So I actually decided I was going into that surgery and I'm going to clear the pattern in all the women in my family, past, present and for the future because I didn't want any more of this to happen in my family. So I had this big goal in my head, a very positive goal for my whole family line to to be um, concentrating on while I was getting prepared for this surgery. And then, of course, afterwards, you're you're actually recuperating in bed, in, in four walls, where there's no positive posters on the walls, All the people are beautiful, but I took my meditation tapes. I have got CDs for each of the chakras. So I played them. And, of course, the nurses didn't know about chakras. (laughs) And I took my um, brain gym that I could do with all in my head. So the ones I couldn't physically do, I actually just played in my head. And my husband came in with essential oils and massaged my feet. And what else did I do? I had some good books to read. That was good to do too. And I did a lot of meditation and that would take me off to, to sleep. So that was that was really good. But, I've, I, you know, the, the, since then I've learned craniosacral work. And that's beautiful because I've worked out how I can even work on my spine and I'm doing that working on a spine on a piece of paper and I'm feeling the energy with my fingers. I've got to that stage where I can do that. But I always get myself in pace doing those brain gym pace movements for whatever modality I use, whether it's myofascial or the acupressure, because I've gone on to learn lots of different things because I've got so excited about this amazing body we've got and how little we know about it as ordinary human beings. And I don't have any medical background, but, you know, there's so much to learn and so much to teach other people in little ways. You can just teach them little things and then that can go off and help them on their journey. And that's what I love. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I love how you've been able to share how you integrate brain gym into your life personally and how it's a big part of your own mental and emotional well-being. And I think that's the power of brain gym. If you do go to do a brain gym course, it's not about as much as you can help people around you, it's so powerful just for your own knowledge and it gets you through so many things. So thank you for that. We are going to go into another short break. You are listening to the Happiness Hour, where today I have the wonderfully inspirational Heather Gibbons, who is actually the president of Brain Gym Australia. Looking forward to chatting with Heather some more after this short break. Hi, this is Steve Ganlon, the voice of the Motivational Firewood Hour here on Yawa Radio. Join me for three brand new episodes each week at 7 p.m. in the UK, not at my house, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Plus, we even managed to sneak in some replays on the days in between. I look forward to having you along with me in the Motivational Firewood Hour right here on Yawa Radio. This, this, this is Yawa Radio, your station for well-being, 
and happiness. Be happy, be inspired. And welcome back to the Happiness Hour, where today I have the wonderfully inspirational Heather Gibbons, who is a brain gym instructor and a consultant. She's an educational kinesiologist. She has a diploma in teaching, certificate in special ed, and is the president of Brain Gym Australia. This whole conversation today has been filled with tips and techniques. So I hope our listeners, I know our listeners have gotten a lot out of it. I hope you've had a chance to listen and actually follow along. But Heather, with everything you've shared today, is there any other tips you have for our listeners at all? Is there anything you'd like to add? I know you've just, this whole conversation has been full of tips, but is there anything else you'd like to add? If you're into music, if you're into anything like that, you can use Brain Gym to help you learn, to help you to... um, Connect that right and left side of the brain when you're learning. And that means you can work on the energy of the fingers. If you're doing, um, playing the saxophone, playing the clarinet, for example, getting all that organised, you can use it for any aspect of learning. When I did my correspondence studies, I would set up every semester with a goal. And my goal would be something like, I want to achieve, I want to meet all the deadlines and achieve a credit or higher for all my assignments and I want to finish everything by the due date easily. And I did that for all my um, semesters except the last one where I got slack. (laughs) So all the other semesters I got my credit or distinction and in the last one I got a pass mark. Wow. And I thought, wow, that's going to teach me a lesson, isn't it? It's like, don't get slack on this. It's like good food. If you don't eat good food and you do a month or you do a week on on takeaways, for example, your body's going to tell you about it. If you feel your body, you're going to feel the difference. If I didn't do brain gym every day, I'd feel the difference. Yeah. I'd probably be feeling really sad or angry in 2020, 2021. And I'm not. I am learning. I am so excited. There are opportunities opening up for me because now I teach online. I've actually taught someone in Japan because their time zone fits really well with Australia. And I've been teaching switched on selling because I actually teach a selling course. I don't teach anything about selling. I just teach things about getting your brain, body, system organised in a way that functions for your highest potential so that you can be the best salesperson of your skills. How exciting is that? I love it. I think it's wonderful. I, I really, truly, truly love that. That's Awesome. Well, thank you so, so very much today for being on the show, Heather. I know our listeners are going to want to reach out to you with all this information. It's wonderful. Where can they reach you or how can they reach out to you? Okay. They can probably the best is my email address because I I look at that most days. (laughs) So my email address is H Gibbons and it's H. G-I-B-B-O-N-S at westnet.com.au. 
So remember, I'm in South Australia. And um, I do have a website coming up. But email me. Lots of great discussions can be done by email. And Zoom is a magnificent way to reach so many people around the globe. I love it. Well, thank you for your time today. I know how busy you are. So thank you so much for your time today, Heather. You, I know we said that, that Paul has given us this beautiful gift and he is a gift, but you are also a gift to the world with your passion and your enthusiasm and you're always willing to share and help. So thank you so much for your time today and for everything that you do. Thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to share this exciting work. This is been, not work, it's play. It is play. It's been so much fun. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> and, of course, you can check out Yawa Radio's full program schedule at yawaradio.co.uk, online 24-7, amazing shows. Check it out. If you would like more information about how I'm working at increasing happiness in the world, you can check out my website at empoweredhappiness.com. And finally, a big thank you to you, our listeners, for taking the time out today to listen to the Happiness Hour. This is Yawa Radio, your well-being and happiness radio station. A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at yawaradio.com. Co.uk. And if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast, we would love to hear from you. Simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk. Once again, a big thank you for taking the time out to listen. This is the Yawa Radio podcast. Copyright applies. <laughs>